Hi, everybody, and welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything, weather, science, earth science, and even off-topic things, which I will kind of focus on today because it's Open Line Friday. I'm your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. And this is episode number 147 for Friday. We made it. It's January the 29th, 2021. As I mentioned, it is Open Line Friday. And um, earlier this week, I opened up a Facebook Live on our uh, Fox 8 weather page. Uh, We have... um, quite a few people that uh, had joined me and uh, I opened up the message board there and I said hey folks uh, I'm looking for your questions and I'm still looking for your questions on the uh, Weather Jazz podcast audience connect line and the number is 234-525-5888 and uh, call that anytime you got a question a topic suggestion And uh, we may even use the audio um, on one of the podcasts at some point. So kind of keep that in mind. Open Line Friday is designed to give you the opportunity to determine what I talk about. It's your chance to ask all kinds of questions, whether it's a science question. And we have one really good one today. Uh, or personal ones, and we've got one of those as well. So a lot of weather questions. And I tend to uh, focus those for Monday. Monday is the current events. And there'll be a lot going on Monday with that system heading in for this weekend. Looks like the worst will uh, be west central and southwest Ohio with upwards of, when all is said and done, you know, 6 to 10 or more inches of snow. Uh, We'll be right on the northern perimeter of that, uh, thanks to high pressure in Canada, which will kind of eat away at uh, the and limit the moisture on the northern side of it. But that will not totally keep us dry. In fact, we'll probably get into some snow on Sunday, but uh, the amounts should remain relatively manageable. However, it may be enough to shovel and plow or brush. Uh, dependent upon your location. And, uh, of course, we'll monitor that. And if we need to, we'll do a special edition of Weather Jazz uh, this weekend. But today's Open Line Friday, so let's get some uh, get to some of your questions. Uh, a lot of people just saying, how are you, and checking in. People from Sandusky, for instance, uh, checked in. Uh, people from Pennsylvania checking in. Uh, Deborah asks a personal question in addition to how are you she says how is frosty frosty is our cat and i post a lot of frosty pictures on my instagram account and uh, for those of you who have an instagram account uh, open it up and look for me Uh, i can be found at my name andre bernier a-n-d-r-e-b-e-r-n-i-e-r and uh, there are lots of uh, 
Frosty the Cat pictures. In fact, one way that you can look for Frosty's photos is by searching for the hashtag in Instagram, Frosty the Cat. And uh, most of the pictures that will come up will be of uh, our uh, furball. By the way, Frosty, it's amazing. It seems like he just came to us yesterday, but he is eight years old. He came, came to us as a kitten. He's now eight, so he's very much an adult. And he was seeking my heat this uh, past midweek. When the weather gets colder in the morning, uh, I'm, I'm getting up and I'm, I'm doing a lot of uh, reading, reading scripture in the morning is uh, one, of, uh, one of the things that I do when I first wake up. And in fact, I'm doing the Bible in 365 days, uh, thanks to YouVersion. And I've even posted some pictures on Instagram of my doing that. I'm up to day number 306. I started that back at the end of March. And that was thanks to somebody that this audience is familiar with, and that is Gunnar Gunnarsson from Iceland. Uh, he uh, uh, made the suggestion with the lockdowns that were happening back in March of last year. He said, good time to start, maybe with a year-long Bible study through Version." And that's how I got introduced to Version. I know it's been around for a while, but that was my first introduction. Anyway, getting back to Frosty, uh, it was uh, a rather chilly uh, morning this week that uh, he plopped on my lap, and, uh, and that's a little unusual. He, most of the time, he will crawl onto uh, my wife's lap at least once or twice in the, in the evening. But in the morning, he just kind of spends uh, time at the top of the chair right above my head, and he does hang out with me, but usually not on my lap. This particular morning, it was cold, and he just... Uh, he, I guess, wanted a little extra heat. So I posted that picture on weatherjazz.com, and that is episode number 147. It's the top one if this is the most recent episode and you're listening to this on Friday, January the 29th. Uh, other questions? Uh, let's see. <laughs> there was an Interesting question from Ron Birchfield. I have absolutely no idea why he was asking me this question, but I found it curious and I found it entertaining. He said, why is there a squirrel in my yard? And I'm sorry, Ron, I can't answer that question. But he did ask a question um, right uh, under that, what makes the sky blue? Uh, That's a pretty good question. And the answer comes with uh, the light Get, that gets scattered uh, by the particles of air, and that actually does happen. When light comes in, uh, the light, uh, uh, not all of the light makes it down to the ground before it uh, is scattered by air molecules. You see, if we didn't have any air, the sky would not be blue, it would be black. Um, and uh, so because the atmosphere is filled with uh, all kinds of molecules, oxygen, nitrogen, water molecules, etc. These molecules scatter some of the light, and the one frequency that tends not to scatter very much would be the blue. And so that reaches our eye. So that that is what gives the sky a blue coloration, uh, typically when there's not a lot of haze in the atmosphere. So good question, Ron. I certainly appreciate that. 
Uh, also, Peggy uh, Havlicek uh, um, from Chesterland, Ohio, said, What causes a double rainbow? I have a picture on weatherjazz.com, episode number 147, and you can see a double rainbow there. Interesting to note. And I had to review a lot of this information myself, but the double rainbow, uh, when a rainbow is seen, and typically it is seen uh, when you have the sun coming at your back. So in other words, you put the sun at your back, you look in that direction, and if the sun is low enough in the sky and there's a rain shaft that is moving away, you'll see a rainbow. Uh, And there is always a double rainbow believe it or not. But uh, most of the time, you won't see the second rainbow because it is so much more dim. Uh, Okay, what causes the rainbow? Well, the sunlight, if you put the sun at your back, uh, you're not looking towards the sun. You're looking in the opposite direction. The sun is actually going into a raindrop And some of the sunlight is actually refracted on the back of the water drop. And um, not all of it, but some of it. And that bounces back and it separates the light, uh, the the components of the sun from the violets to the reds and, and everything in between. And that's what we see with a single rainbow. But there's something else that's happening. You see that light, some of the light that is bouncing around inside the raindrop is actually bouncing around a second time. And that bounces around and exits the raindrop at a different angle. But because it's the second time around, it's not as bright. And in most cases, you don't see it. But in some cases, uh, if the rainbow is very strong, uh, you will see a secondary rainbow, and the colors are actually in reverse order from the first one. And uh, so, and that is uh, essentially why you will see the second rainbow in reverse because of the the way that the sunlight is bouncing around inside of the raindrop. And you may notice one more thing, and the picture that I posted on weatherjazz.com also bears this out. Inside the primary rainbow, there is, um, or appears many times, a, a zone which is much brighter or lighter than the zone outside of the rainbow. And that has to do with the um, the way that the light bounces around inside the raindrop. Uh, you're going to see typically uh, underneath that first arc a zone where it appears brighter than just outside of that first zone in, and in between the first and the second one if you're able to see a double rainbow. One more interesting personal note, you can see moonbows. As a matter of fact, uh, my family and I were vacationing in northwest New Mexico one summer, and right after a very powerful thunderstorm that moved uh, through in the evening well after sunset, my son noticed uh, that he said, Dad, there's a rainbow out there. And I looked and uh, didn't see anything at first. I, I thought, well, the sun isn't out, so you know, it's not really a rainbow. And I looked, and sure enough, there there was a very dim rainbow, and that's because the moon, a full moon, was out. And uh, 
So the light from the full moon did the, the exact same thing that the sun did, except obviously it was much dimmer. But uh, I did a, a timed um, image photography. I brought my camera with me and uh, did a long exposure. And it really brought out not only the initial bow, but the second bow too. There was a secondary moon bow. So we actually saw that in New Mexico, um, oh, probably about 15 years ago now uh, in the uh, summer. And that was the last night that we were there. What a special treat that was. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's Open Line Friday segment. And uh, just a reminder that I am always looking for your questions for Open Line Friday or topic suggestions, or you just want to call and say hello and let me know where you are tuning in from. You can easily reach me, first of all, at weatherjazz at yahoo.com. That's my email address. But you can also call the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line 234-525-5888. And if that was too fast, just go to weatherjazz.com. It's uh, at the bottom of every episode. And uh, you can listen to it at weatherjazz.com as well as any podcast app out there as well. If you're listening to us from Apple Podcast or Spotify, make sure that you review Weather Jazz. That's always helpful. Uh, people looking for a weather and science podcast, if you like it, let them know what you like about it. That way we can grow the audience. And special thanks to all who have partnered to support Weather Jazz, Christine Barnes in Ohio, Bill Martin in Florida, Andrea Rich in Tennessee, and I'd love to add your name to that list. And if you would like to partner with Weather Jazz, please consider becoming a monthly Weather Jazz supporter. You're going to find the link at the bottom of every episode, weatherjazz.com. We'll see you on Monday with a look at current conditions as uh, we say hello to that wintry system working across the Ohio Valley. So uh, prepare. The snow will begin on Sunday and may hang out until perhaps even early Tuesday. So I'm sure it'll be the topic du jour when we reconvene right here on Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe.